0: Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 2, Episode 4. Um, hi, I'm Collins. And I am Frank. And today we're going to jump back to, uh, we're going to jump away from the other things that we've been talking about and jumping back to fountain pens <laughs> um, after
1: a yeah. we'll little fun... detour. Uh, yeah, we've been having a little bit of fun going on other topics, <laughs> but, uh, I think it's time for us to jump back to the fountain pen a little
0: bit. So we're actually going to jump to, uh, state, uh, stationary storage. Like how do we store all of our uh, fountain pen stuff, the ink, all the little, little things. Or rather
1: just in general state of collections, because when I start packing shit, I, I realize, ah, there should there should be a better way for me to
0: organize this. <laughs> so, uh, just in case people don't know, Frank, you are going to be moving soon, right? You're going to be moving, what, this Saturday? Oh, yeah, this Saturday. And I'm
1: barely packed. So, um, <laughs> I'm in pretty deep trouble right now. And
0: so, think, of, think of this time as a way for you to figure out what you should be doing. I, I Yeah, this is probably a good
1: idea to be completely <laughs> honest with you. Yeah, so... Already. So, Collins, I think you're a much better organized person than I am. So let me start with you right now. <laughs> so I I know you're in between places right now, mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. So you may not have fully unpacked and packed it, but how do you keep your stuff in order right now?
0: So my stationary stuff is actually pretty organized. Um, I have one drawer system next to my desk, and that holds all of my most used inks like all of my pilot roshizuku stuff my sailor stuff and a a lot of my notebooks that i use my pens are not there though my pens uh, the three pens that i use are kept on the desk so my pen collection however is in a um is in another room with a a pull-out drawer with all of my unused inks and two binderfuls of my fountain pens Interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's like three total, three drawers total. Are they on two, the drawers. Same, two drawers? Okay. So two I drawers. Would assume it's in the same desk. Or they're different. No, no, no. So there's oh. there's
0: one that's next to my desk and there's one that's kinda in the hallway. That's kinda you can kinda think of that as like my my storage for like things that I'm not gonna be using anytime soon. And then I have the one next to my desk, which I will use more frequently.
1: Okay, because I remember you used to have like one of those like the Shelving, and you put your all your fountain pen ink there.
0: Yep, yep. Oh, you're still doing that? Okay, that that was still doing that. It's the IKEA, uh, the square four by four shelf, and then one of those cubbies holds all of my inks like all of my noodlers' inks in there, like the stuff that I don't Ah, use. Ah, okay. I
1: wonder (laughs) if, like, yeah, that 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 thing always kind of scares me a little bit because of
0: any kind of earthquake, it just (laughs) yeah, that's why it's on the lower (laughs) half of the shelf, yeah. It's on, it's on the very bottom, so it doesn't, you know, break. It's really heavy to move that, though. I don't, it's not ideal to put your ink and everything there because obviously ink's heavy. It's liquid. Um, and the IKEA, like, cardboard sh- box shelves are, like, really thin. So it's hard to move, but it's what I have.
1: Yeah, I just remember that thing is made of, like, pretty much honeycomb cardboards on the inside.
0: Yeah, the shelving units are made of honeycomb cardboard, and the the cubbies themselves are just cloth and cardboard. <laughs> okay, alright then,
1: it works. Okay, so yeah. do you keep them in the boxes the your inks, or
0: do you keep them outside? As much as I can, I'd like to keep the original boxes. Um, I think there were. People talk about how like if you keep the ink bottles out, sunlight could denature the ink somehow or could discolor over time. Is that, is that There's some validity to that, right?
1: I think is uh, the biggest thing issue is mold growth. If you have too much sunlight on there.
0: Huh. Oh yeah, right. C- because they might photosynthesize and grow inside the ink.
1: Yeah, I mildew mean, and mold. So if you keep it in a dark area, I think it should be okay even if you leave it outside. Except yep. for possibly Private Reserve, I think Private Reserve had a bad habit of having their ink go moldy.
0: That might be why my the only bottle of Private Reserve that I have kind of coagulated, and I think I should toss it.
1: Yeah, I think that's moldy. just <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 mold. I'll,
0: that's I'll double check it. I haven't looked at it in over two years, but I'll I'll double check it and make sure it's still and then okay. You might have or
1: flowers not. inside
0: oh great or I'll, a small I'll, mushroom inside <laughs> i'll report next episode if my private reserve is okay
1: <laughs> oh it would coagulate when you yeah. to put your hand
0: so the other reason why i kept the boxes was because um you know i see a lot of youtube people like they put the ink boxes in it like a display orientation on mm-hmm. in their bookshelves so i did that at one point so that's another reason why i kept the boxes to make sure that like they, the ink was okay inside the the containers so i kept the boxes
1: ah okay
0: okay yeah that's a yeah.
1: song yeah it was i think it was matt from the uh, uh he no longer makes youtube videos i think not retire from yeah the, yeah yeah he had a pretty sizable collection and a really mm-hmm. good display on the background so yeah that's yeah. actually pretty impressive so I mean yeah, like I, I, yeah.
0: Yeah, I went through a good collection of like trying to get at least one bottle from all of the major manufacturers like Sailor, Pilot, uh Montblanc, all of all of them. And they all have like different ways of them, like the caps and the storage and the boxes. They're all really nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean for me is I used to toss the, the box for fountain pen ink for a few bottles. Oh, really? After that, yeah, I, I but the issues after that, I realize it's hard, it's really hard to store them once you toss the box mm-hmm. because it's no longer like square, they can no longer stack them on top of each other. It is it, mm-hmm. not worth the trouble tossing it, honestly. Because I hey, used, they're
0: usually glass bottles, so like if they get in contact with each other or they slip, they'll break. Yeah, so
1: uh, they they now I don't toss the box anymore. In fact, I think I got got a few, uh the only few time, the only few ink line outside right now is sort of a few failure ink. The, <laughs> the ink that I I try to mix myself and kind of failed, mm-hmm. <laughs> including one that has way too much uh, lubricant additive, and now it's just a sloppy mess, just writes and uh, feather on everything. Yeah, so for for my fountain pen ink, um, is in store is it is in like the little wooden box? I am thinking of upgrading it to a uh, study nicer drawer box in the future. I mean, I'm currently, I have a furniture at a new place that is like a normal, right? Like a traditional writing desk. I wouldn't say writing desk, office desk that has like drawers left and right and everything. So Mm -hmm. I think one or two of those drawers will be used to store fountain pen Mm related items. And uh, um, I think it is possibly a good time for me to buy the, the pen trays. Um, that, you oh, know, so... like to,
0: like the like the jewelry cases where you would lay the pens in like a.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wonder if I can make like, hmm. because the box is deep, right? The the drawer is deep, and the pantry only holds so many pens in one layer. I I wonder if I can make like some kind of just little wooden separation so it can lift one layer up or something but I'll see about that
0: but I think it's not you should be able to stack them depending on how they design it stacking that makes sense
1: yeah stacking does yeah stacking makes sense and I mean on top of that I have a little drawer and on the the very center that you can slide it out, and nothing has it's pretty deep so I can probably use that as well so I think uh, my pen is going to be stored that way actually kind of think of it do you throw away any of your fountain pen case like the original cases
0: See that's that's hard. It depends on the pen. Um like if you get like a I don't know, a Kakuno, no, cuz it's just some stupid plastic packaging you just toss it, right? Mm-hmm. Um Lamy cases like the Lamy Safari, those are cardboard. I just tossed those. They they the Lamy LX pens that um are kind of like a they're kind of like a metal tube. They're pretty nice, and they're styled to be like the same color as the pen itself. I kept them for a long time, but I eventually ended up tossing them just because it—I I just didn't need it because it was just taking up space. But then you ha, then you go to like your Montblanc pen cases. I kept those.
1: The LX are the aluminum version.
0: Of the yeah, LX? it's it's the the it's the upgraded version. Of the All Stars, so you have the Safaris, which are all plastic. Then you go mm-hmm. to the All Stars, which are metal, but there's still some plastic in them. And then the uh, LXs—they um, come in like the same color as like iPhone colors, like silver, space gray, oh, rose okay. gold, gold. Um, and there's some more stylized metal to them.
1: Okay, but a little,
0: a little classier.
1: Oh, you also tossed those.
0: The I ended up tossing them after like two or three years, just because. I'm never going to use these cases. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. think mean, they ended up just taking space.
1: Right, right, right. I think for me is, um, I think the only case I kept so far is the, on um, the cheapest pen case I kept is the Eco, the uh, Twispy Eco. Mm-hmm. It's mainly due to the fact that Twisby Eco comes with a tool to remove and open the pen. And uh, oh. I know for a fact that if I take out that tool, I'm not going to remember where I placed it, <laughs> and I'm not going to remember what tool it was for, even if I, I, I still I, do have it.
0: I think I know what you're talking about, because I had the Twisby at one point, point. I remember that little tool.
1: Yes, and that's why that's what I was afraid of because I have way too many O rings, opening tools and all the other stuff in my current utility drawer that mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea what it is for. I should probably start keeping them in like, a little plastic bag, and then put a note in there and tell them what it is, but uh, <laughs> So at the
0: moment all of your little little odds and ends for found pens are just kept all together somewhere.
1: Yeah. Uh well, no, right now they're just kept with the general toy, which is a pain in the butt to uh, try to find no, no. which one it is. Yeah, so uh for the tools I need to keep it more organized as well. Um other than that though, I think most of my one hundred dollar plus pens has their own case and I kept all of them, which means the drawer I'm at work is a little bit overflow right now, the bottom drawer, but it's okay it since no one checks it. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's just a case, right? Like, yeah, the it's pen just a case there.
1: Yeah, the pen is not there. Well, I I do t- keep some of the fountain pen at work too, and uh, right. Surprisingly, I think the uh, my Twispy Eco is just really. Actually, do you keep your fountain pen at work too, or you, when you, when you used to work? <laughs> <in the
0: office? laughs> I was like, well, I work from home, so yes, I do keep it at work. No, um, when I did go back into the office. Uh, I do remember keeping One pen in the drawer But then I ended up not doing it because I always brought a backpack with my three pens anyway So no I never never ended up keeping my pens at work
1: Oh okay that's interesting
0: Because uh I'm I'm, uh what do you call it I'm paranoid even though Theft at work is extremely low Like I'm just Mm -hmm. that kind of a person I never keep valuable stuff at work
1: I think I got to the point That uh I, I used to carry all of them around but I think I got used to the point that I just keep my good pen at home and uh, mm-hmm. pens I don't mind if I don't have any more suddenly one day those pens mm-hmm. typically stay a lot of them stays in the office and on the desk I
0: like
1: can't rem- um, yeah
0: remind me um, because you asked me about how I store my stuff right and I have basically one uh, drawer system and one uh Box, right? What do you do? Like I remember you said you had like a treasure chest at work, right?
1: I have a treasure chest at work. Like a <laughs> it was from a rep that gave us like I think it was Christmas cookie and holiday cookie. And uh-huh. uh popcorn's all the other treats in one box. And uh, it comes in a pretty decently velveted uh wood box. And How I've been using uh I would say 18 inches 20, uh yeah, eighteen inches by probably thirty. Oh god, geez. And it is probably <laughs> eight inches tall as well, eighty ten
0: inches tall. Oh my god. Yeah, that is a treasure box.
1: Yeah, yeah. It 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 legitimately looks like a treasure box. It's a grey velveted treasure box. And uh, Okay. Yeah, and most of my I mean most of the people at work know I keep all my ink in there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is, I mean, if you really want to consider it, they do cost a bit, but I don't think anyone is going to say, I'm going to steal these guy's ink because, I mean, if you're 90 pounds depends, pens, I don't know what you're going to get to use the ink for, right? Right. So, all the ink goes in there. I have a few, uh, my notebooks that's not used goes in there too, and mm-hmm. uh, it goes to a lot of the uh, supplies, like droplets, uh, ink samples all of them goes into a little box and uh, Mm -hmm. my ink currently is stacked inside that box as well, pretty neatly, actually. I've been meaning to replace that box, but to be completely honest with you, I haven't found something that feels that is within
0: reasonable price and
1: feel just as nice. (laughs) I mean, if the box
0: works, the box works. Just keep it.
1: I mean, for a while, I, I want to replace it because there's mold on the bottom. After after a uh, after the office ring a little bit and uh, sanded mm, off
0: and uh, reapply some sealing agent. Yeah,
1: there there was like a layer of green mold on the bottom. But then Oof. after that, I applied some I, I did some like silver something spray, uh, wet the entire box, and after a couple of years, like a year or two now, it doesn't feel, it doesn't smell as bad anymore. So it doesn't it doesn't it actually doesn't <laughs> smell like anything at all. So and now there are like four different hockey pot live off from the, uh, from the office carpet. So if it ever floods again, um, that'll be safe. All right. Yeah. So for that, I'm, I'm very happy, uh, for the time being. And, uh, um, the only issue I have is probably trying to organize all my notebooks right now because I have like four or five notebooks at work, and uh, I, I kind of use them interchangeably. And
0: you use all four interchangeably?
1: Yeah, because I like to switch things around a little bit, switch pen, uh, switch, uh, paper around. Um, okay. Like I have three different two. I'm sorry. Two line notebooks and the two major writing. Note notebook and one of them is the uh cafe right now the 17 and cafe and i have two mm-hmm. one of them is the rhodia lined notebook that is the 85 gram and i have another one that is the midori no uh no line just plain paper running pad i can kind of just tear off
0: right that's that's like the um like, there's no dots or line grid or anything like that, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, there's two Tomoi and, uh, yeah, and, uh, to and one is Tomoi. Yeah, two Tomoi paper and one Midori and one Rodia. So, it, it's kind of like a pretty nice balance of different types of paper overall. And then mm-hmm. kind of use it interchangeably to see what color they change to. So, that's pretty really nice. Um, trying to keep track of all the notes I have on them. it, it can get a little bit challenging sometimes, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. So <laughs> um sometimes I do forget. There's there's notes on the other one. So I probably need to get rid of that bad habit and try to figure something out. Something try yeah, to figure ha- something out that allowed me to use them equally.
0: Yeah, having some kind of system really, really helps. I used to do I used to have three notebooks interchangeably that I that I used. One was my daily journal, one was work notes, and the other one was kind of like random things that i thought of but i eventually just whittled it down to two oh, which just is just, just the now. personal journal and the work journal
1: yeah so now i have two projects basically and the one is for home and larger larger one for like a more longer items i want to do for home like home improvement or home computer builds build ideas or mm-hmm. server ideas but uh, yeah they are they're pretty sparingly written somewhere and i have another notebook at home that's also serving similar functions so the notes are just kind of (laughs) everywhere it's probably tons consolidated too because at this point i'm not gonna finish any one of them
0: (laughs) yep the the journal industry i feel like is built upon people buying them and not using them or not finishing them um in The Sims,
1: yeah, I would say that's partially correct. Uh, I mean, it's some of
0: it. How many moleskins do you think are actually used in the world? Like, fully used up? No, Even touched, even written in. Not sure, actually. I'm pretty sure there's a lot
1: of them giving away and not ever used again. This is
0: shot in in the dark, just me personally. I would think at least 40% of moleskins never written in after purchase. That's just what I think. Not based on any data or factual information whatsoever. I would feel like 40% of those journals go unwritten for the rest of their lives.
1: Mm, I would say 40% is probably a little bit too high. Uh, Really? Yeah, I would say probably written like a few pages on there and just give it up afterwards. So I would say twenty okay. percent completely
0: unwritten. twenty Comple- percent completely unwritten. The I other twenty percent maybe one page.
1: I was no, I I would say like twenty percent unwritten and probably fifty to sixty percent less than ten pages.
0: Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Obviously will, there's no way to get data on this, right?
1: Yeah, of course. Unless we got a poll, but I don't <laughs> use enough listening to, the, to form a poll anyway, so it's okay. Uh, that's just my wild guess. And I mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you on that. I think there's a lot of notebook that's just been hanging around, not used and by people. Well, I mean some a lot of people has like a new year new year uh wishes to get more organized, but never happened. Yeah. I mean just like me, I wanted to lose weight and what at what happened. I might have that last <laughs> a little bit, but regardless. Um Yeah, so there's a little notebook and I have I also have a lot of loose sheets actually. I have loose sheets in Rodia. I have loose sheets in the ultimate paper. Mm-hmm. And uh those are the ones that I have absolutely no idea what to deal with right now.
0: Yeah, loose sheets are hard for me to really use because, like, as, at least for me, right? Because I work as a software engineer, like I don't really use physical medium anymore. Um, I don't turn in homework. That's what loose sheets used to be for school and homework. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I'll just keep them around, I guess.
1: I mean, I used to print them out and uh, do ink tests on them, but I don't do it anymore. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. So I'm
1: not sure what I'm going to do with all the loose sheets. But it is an automobile. So Maybe a lot of people still kind of want to have it. I mean, you you never know.
0: Maybe old Tomoe paper will will really go up in price someday. You never know. Have you tried the new one, actually? I haven't. I haven't bought Tomoe paper since, I want to say, three or four years ago.
1: I think the... Okay, I got the cafe, which uses a new Tomoe paper, and it feels like it is halfway between the old 52 in the new and the in the old sixty four,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it shins a little bit less than the old fifty two, but more it's a than a more the, usable, uh, but a little more than sixty four, and it's also a little bit thicker than the old fifty two. So mm-hmm. honestly, even though some people doesn't like the change, I think I like the new fifty two a lot more. And actually, at its current quality. I would probably prefer the new 52 GSM hmm. more than the the uh the 64 actually because it is now much more compact and the my nice. main grip about the O fifty-two 52 was the uh, it was too crinkly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the new 52 doesn't feel that way.
0: Hmm,
1: Well maybe because of the paper I use is a uh, smaller so it doesn't crinkle as much I don't know but um right. The new 52 doesn't feel as crinkly so I I actually like it. I like it a lot. Uh, of course, some people don't like how it changed and prefer the old Because <laughs> people Shin want Monsters. like the...
0: Right. Yeah, I mean... yeah, yeah.
1: They want the Shin Monster paper. So, I mean, nothing... I, I fully understand it. Uh, I I I get it. I understand it. I understand what people
0: accept, but I actually kind of like the D-52. I feel... I mean, I, I work... Sorry, question that kind of goes off topic, but I'm really curious about what you think. Um, like do you feel like people who just get into the fountain pen hobby when they find out that pen inks can sheen they kind of go all in on it and then after a while after a couple of years it's kind of like okay i get it fine and then you kind of ease off on that i mean i kind of did did you <laughs> i certainly did
1: okay um for me is uh the sheening was a part of the stuff that i chase at the very beginning of the hobby like yeah, it's really cool it's really interesting so i chased out there for a while um
0: because there was now, like a technical thing about it right like that there's yeah. something really cool about the 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 quality of this ink that like can shine given certain circumstances
1: yeah yeah like uh, you, have, you have to find the right match for it to function correctly not not correctly mm-hmm. for it function the way that you want it to so that is something that i think uh a lot of the newbie really go after. Nothing's wrong with that. And I do encourage just yeah. trying things out. Um, right but now for me though, I kind of um I look for a balance of the type of ink that I have in my pen and paper right now. Mm-hmm. I still don't mind if there's a sheen monster in any kind of <laughs> ink that I use. Mm-hmm. But I have to use them very Carefully, because the long term usage, in my opinion, for sheening ink is that they smear. They do. They smear a lot. Like, I have a nitrogen organic, organic, nitrogen blue or nitrogen organic blue from, and uh, holy that was cow. The she-
0: that was like a 90% sheen when you put that on a, on to- Rhodia paper, right?
1: Yeah, that it looks like purple. It looks purple after like an hour. The issue is that nothing smears, even if you leave it to dry for like <laughs> two days, three days. It is just the fact that there's so much dye, the paper doesn't absorb it. So oh, even wow. if you just put a, a completely... Okay, look, you know my hands are dry.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Like the context of the witch is like... For me, like ink smears regardless because my hands are typically more moist, right? But I know your hands are drier than like, you know, yeah. Like, the Death I can
1: pick out most things without some. Sometimes uh, <laughs> it smears with my finger.
0: Right. So you're just pushing like wet ink rather than creating. I think like, I'm pushing. Reliquifying the ink.
1: Yeah, I think I'm pushing like flaked off dye that just absorbed the moisture from the air and (laughs) it's able to be pushed around. That's what I think is happening. So that's so much ink and lay around on the, on the Rodeo paper and, uh, Mm -hmm. inks like that. It is fine. It is fun to play with, but it is not something I would like to deal with every day on a daily basis.
0: Yeah it's weird i kind of went on the 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 sheen thing too right like i just kept buying more inks that sheened in different colors the blue needs to sheen in red and green and like all these different colors um but then i just kind of like pulled back because it's like okay yeah i get it They sheen but like ultimately there's other qualities of ink and paper and like the the line that you put down that you know are just as interesting, but you don't need to necessarily chase and buy different kinds of inks. So, like, shading is important. Um, the nib and, the, like, how clean the line and how you're writing are important. There's just other things that you eventually get into.
1: Yeah, I think one of the newer trend lately is actually the uh, color-changing ink. The hmm. uh, uh, Not exactly sepia ink, but uh, the color that changes slightly when it dries or when it's on different paper. Like the mm-hmm. uh, Sailor ink, the one we're talking about, uh, 232, I think.
0: Yeah, the one that we talked about, I think, like episode one or episode two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually got a bottle of that. And they do, it actually does change color a little bit.
0: and So how uh, does it change color and what, like, does it change color over time? Or is it just between different papers? Or, it changes or what do you mean?
1: color as it dries and also shows a little bit different color as you put down more ink. I think it is more or less like a grayish ink but mm-hmm. it has a hint of uh, purple to it. So when you lay okay. it down uh, thicker, the purple shows a lot stronger. Mm. And the purple itself, uh, when, when you write it really, really thick, on the edge of the ink, you can see a little bit of green sheen on it.
0: So it's kind of like a shading ink, but the shading aspect of it changes its color tone.
1: Yes. And I believe that is uh, that is correct. It is more or less a shading ink. It just a... Uh, it's a little bit more um water in it. A little bit more right. uh yeah, yeah. So it shades and uh changes color a little bit better than most. And the interesting thing is this ink is actually the really dry ink.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I think in order to do that, they they made the ink very, very dry. And uh, I had a little bit of problem using it with my uh pilot uh FA. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you're going to use it on a uh, a flex nib, you could to have to have a wetter nib, a a wetter ink.
1: Yeah. So, it, uh, and the FA nib is always picky on the the ink in terms of wetness. So, mm-hmm. like on a really smooth paper, it actually has difficulty laying down any well writing stuff. So, um. There's that. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's that, and I think the motion vortex um there, there's a few actually from the uh, ink korean ink company uh what is it called let me see colorverse oh i've heard of them yeah yeah, colorverse they have uh they have some very interesting ink and uh, one of them is uh vortex motion i believe Is
0: vortex color. motion yeah vortex um uh, let me see i'm on their website right now let's see what they got
1: Yeah, it is the Colorverse 17 Vortex Motion. And this is one of the ink that definitely changes color as it dries. Let's
0: take a look.
1: Like, when you first write it, it's a lot lighter. And as it dries, it gets darker and darker and darker. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it has a lot, it has some black sheen too, so there's that. And uh, overall I think uh color changing ink is pretty interesting as well. And uh, I think I prefer in terms of usability and uh not having too much trouble, I think I prefer color changing ink aspect a little more than the uh, sheening now. Because mm. after a while sheening gets uh, a little bit messy sometimes. Like the Walking Studio, Nitrogen Blue. <laughs> if I just get a little bit spectacle of a blue ink somewhere on my counter. I think it could be like weeks after. Like, okay, okay. If I fill the fountain pen with a bubble, and a bubble pop on the ink mm-hmm. cap, mm-hmm. there will be somewhere someday that I am gonna mop the sink, and I gonna the like my entire mop or the paper is gonna be have a streak <laughs> on it.
0: Just because it stayed on and it didn't dry. It's just ever. because
1: it stay on, not so much dye in like one little spectacle. So pop yeah so yeah yeah so I, I am slowly shifting away into the other type of ink and uh so far i have maybe how many how many ink do you have do you think you have
0: now oh god <laughs> how many inks do i have Err, let me uh-huh. let's see actually what brand mostly as well i have a lot of sailor and it's just because at the time um sailor has a lot of sheening inks which is why i got them i have two I mean, there's some that I got two of because I like it so much. Like uh the Sailor Apricot. It's my oh, okay. one of my favorite inks. I got two of them. Um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got it. actually no, what am I talking about? I have an entire spreadsheet with all of my inks. Let me just pull it up. Yeah. What am I trying to count them in my desk for? I categorize <laughs> them for a reason. All right, let's take a look. I just opened it up. Inks. Oh crap! Okay, well, at least I have—I I have at least sixty. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Yes, I have some—somewhere around sixty. Um, sailor is, makes up the majority of them. Okay. I think I have fifteen different sailor inks. Wow. Yes. Okay. A, a good percentage of them are the sailor storia inks. I got a I got a, a, a like I got blue, purple, red, light brown, yellow, right. green. They were talking and green. about
1: it. Yet. I haven't got to it yet, but you were talking about it.
0: Yeah. And and it's because after the sheening inks I got into permanent inks because I do a lot of journaling and I want to make sure that I don't smear them years later, so permanent inks were the where i where I wanted to go and the cool thing about the story story inks is that like they have like a weird um shading quality to them too. I really like they're it pigment- I really like how they dry on paper, yeah,
1: okay, so they're pigment ink that that shades a little bit,
0: yeah. Or at least the how maybe how I'm using them on the paper that I'm using, it just happens to shade a little bit, and I feel okay. like they have a little bit of a sheen to them too. I think it's just probably because of the pigment, like it. it um,
1: yeah, I think it reflects off it light. Correct. It, it it becomes shiny after you have the good amount.
0: Yeah. So if you want like a cool permanent and slight sheening ink, the Sailor Stories are a really really good place to go.
1: Okay. I mean for me it's just that's a one that's a one. you can just mix together with it yeah <laughs> you can mix ink. Because,
0: so. yeah I don't mix inks I'm not that adventurous
1: I mean I think storia they actually they actually came out and stated that you can you're free to mix ink yourself
0: I'm gonna have to because the yellow green ink is like a highlighter like color like I can't oh, ever wow. really use it so I'm gonna have to eventually mix it into something but I'm just I just haven't done it
1: it was a highlighter ink. Actually, that's that might be useful for me. <laughs> or it's it's not
0: highlighter necessarily, but it's so bright that like I can't use it as like a normal line, like a ah, normal writing okay. ink.
1: Oh, actually, talk about that. I have a uh, Sailor Green Monster. But Sailor Green so, Monster. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the Sailor Limited Ink. It's called the Green Monster. Um, let's see.
0: And pulling it up, no, nope, putting in, don't put in sailor green monster into Google search, that doesn't pull up the right thing. <laughs> oh, Pixar, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember, um, I cannot find it anymore, but it was one of their limited ink, and uh, it was, um, it's it's highlighted blue, basically, that's why it is. Mm-hmm. It's a highlighter, oh, of course, green, you get highlighter highlighted blue, green. yeah, highlighter green. I'm sorry, green yeah and uh what happened is I left it in the uh in the uh th- super thick stubby pen for too long, and now uh-huh. it kind of become like a dark green already instead of oh okay green. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: so it changed colors or it darkened,
1: yeah it darkened, so overall um yeah it's just a different ink now. Is uh, it's not it's no longer monster green and anything like that. It's just, <laughs> mm. but other than that, um, I, I think most of my ink are there as well. But I mm-hmm. I went the opposite way. I when I didn't exactly look for ink property. I went for interesting, pro uh, ink with interesting property, but in the jeweled case. In the what case? The jeweled case uh, The Jeweled Ink Bottle
0: Okay Oh I know what you're talking about You're talking about those Really fancy ones Yes Like the ones that look like They came out of like A Sailor Moon wand Or something
1: Yeah it is the uh. Uh, What is it
0: called Those are the real special Limited edition ones right Right It
1: is It is One of the Yeah those are the But spe- the The really hard ho- I think Sailor might have uh, discontinued it, the Mm -hmm. bottle, because it was a pain in the butt to get. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I have
0: eight different bottles of that. Oh, wow, geez, okay. You got a lot of these special limited edition ones.
1: Yeah, I do. And, uh, I'm not sure they still make it anymore. The last time I, the last time I tried the water, I had to go through, uh, what is it called I had to go through a carrier affording service mm-hmm. and it kind of made me angry a little bit because after I think about two one month of having no reply suddenly the uh pen message message me telling me that hey you cannot um they, they finally e- the pen message emailed the uh, forwarder saying that hey you cannot buy this because we oh, only wow. allowed three paper I think uh I think three bottles per customer, and apparently oh, the and forwarding servers, the forwarding servers, they consider it as one customer. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so like, any kind of ink, you you gotta buy asap. Whereas the forwarding service is anyone else using the same service, you don't get to use it.
0: Because the, the forwarding service themselves as a, an entity only gets three. Okay, that's yes, stupid.
1: Which doesn't, yeah. It, it, I mean, I guess they understand that they're trying to not have as many people use their service. Mm-hmm. Like they, don't want, they don't want too many foreign customers because the return process is also the other stuff. It may be a pain in the butt to take care of. right. It's also kind of disappointing that you can have, I mean, three bottles Affording service that's like nothing, yeah. And I'm looking at the payment message right now, I'm not sure they have, they have a uh, ink anymore. Out
0: of curiosity, since store. you brought up the um the this jewel bottle, what's your favorite um fountain pen ink bottle design?
1: Um, I can tell you right now is probably the jeweled one. That's what I really? keep looking for. Yeah, I, I think I like the jewel one the most. It's just it looks. In terms of,
0: is it just because of the look, not because of usability?
1: In terms of usability, I would say the uh, pilot one. Honestly. Okay. The Hiroshizuku uh, inks. Mm-hmm. The their their ink their glass bottle. It looks nice and uh, usability wise I like it more. In terms of all the one I own, really. Yeah. And the least favorite is definitely, definitely normal sailor.
0: Normal sailor? Oh, the, the, you don't uh, like the, the little plastic thing, right?
1: The the okay, first of all, the the plastic thing makes a mess
0: of everything sometimes.
1: It and, sucks. Uh, <laughs> yes. And on top of that, it uh it is hard to use it without a plastic thing. Like if you if you this, have the okay, if you have a small fountain pen, good. Mm-hmm. Fine. You can refill, yep. no problem. If you have a fountain pen with slightly larger nib, good luck.
0: It just doesn't fit.
1: It doesn't fit. It it like, it, like the like, FA doesn't work with it, even <laughs> if I tilt
0: it, the the
1: oh man. I actually so like the
0: design it. of it. I like the, the exterior design of it because it looks really clean. Like it's this round thing that you put on your desk, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, any bigger size like uh, number six uh, Yovo nib just doesn't work because the the inlet doesn't work. And you can yeah. never use it with like a um, the vanishing point because the, right. the inlet is like an inch up.
1: Yeah, you can never use it. Even if you try to, like, tilt it or, like, do anything, it doesn't work, which is really frustrating.
0: <laughs> which, which is funny because the whole reason why they did it was to, like, make it easier for you to fill your ink, but, it like, it makes it, like, way harder.
1: Well, that's why they have that, well, that's why they have a plastic little filler thing. But, oh, man, I think I don't like that plastic filler thing. Because, okay, the plastic filler thing has the same issue. If your mm-hmm. nib is small, it works fine. If you have a large nib, nope. It still doesn't work. <laughs> nope. No, no, it does not. So, yeah, I, I like Sailor Ink. I do not like their bottle design. I'm sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> for anyone listening that actually likes their flat <laughs> bottle, but I do not like their flat bottle, flat bottle bottle designs.
0: The Pilot Roshizuku one is both functional and very pretty aesthetically.
1: Yeah, it looks really good. It used to be glass blown I think they figured out a way to make it uh, For a while it's actually rumored That they're discontinuing that bottle Oh no Because they couldn't figure the, the glass blown cost just gets too expensive But then after a short while They eventually said Hey look guys We forgot to make this using a machine And uh, so <laughs> now everything is good that's,
0: and, that's weird that it's like Those bottles are glass blown Like yeah, really? It,
1: it, yeah it used, they used to be hand blown bottles
0: Wow jeez
1: it's crazy. Yeah, so now it's machine, but it used to be hand blown. So that's why for a while I think they were thinking of canceling it.
0: I also really like the Mont Blanc bottles. Have you ever used or seen them? The shoe kind? Yeah. Yeah, I mean um
1: I generally used it a few times from what I can tell and it is pretty functional I would say. You have a little ink reservoir toward the end and uh it basically makes it easier to fill.
0: Yeah. And I think like the, the I know that the shoe design is kind of like depending on how you look at it it looks kind of weird but I kind of like it. It kind of looks fancy. They, they like the the logo, the cap like it.
1: Yeah, so there's not and the, I think the new Sailor Ink bottle helps a little more. <laughs> it is more square up. So
0: Oh, oh the new one that you got, right? Yeah, yeah, the
1: yeah. Box the box shape. The, yeah, the box shape. I got the uh the Seiboku pigment ink, and it yeah. comes in a box shape. And that pigment ink, uh, I like it actually. It is, it is of course it's really dry because, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, excuse me. It like is said. It is pigment ink, so it's really really dry. But at the same time, it, it, it dry means it doesn't feather anywhere, and uh, on the a fountain pen, on the mission on the uh vanishing point, it works just fine because it doesn't leak everywhere and I suddenly they just sign a check with it it's pigment so it's permanent and it doesn't get washed out which is mm-hmm. great so I start carrying that uh, fountain pen the, the vanishing point everywhere now to sign stuff but uh, mm, I've been carrying that vanishing point without a case
0: oh wow daring
1: Let's just say I ding it up quite a bit <laughs> already. <laughs> there's a lot of fine nicking things on top. And I haven't used the paint yet. But mm-hmm. you can tell there's a lot of, it's been used quite a bit. So there's things. I think I know why
0: here. you're doing this. Uh, I think I know why you're doing it.
1: I'm not, I'm not doing it on purpose to, to do it later, but I'll be, it, it just, that body is soft the the i think the brass one is probably stronger but the vanishing point the c mode, that body is really soft
0: now Off again one. i think i know why you're doing this and that's because you don't care about this one because you want the fancy new one with the soft button
1: uh, I'm not <laughs> sure, actually. I think I like the clicky fast. I I, I like you how sure? fast the clicky is. Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I actually didn't really look into the uh, fancy soft one. I still prefer the click one because it's faster to deploy. But uh, I think after like three, four days on it, even though I tried to baby it, I just say, you know what, I gave up. It looks I mean, yeah, like this like, pen. It looks like this pen just pick up things regardless how much I treasured it. So it's it's I bought this as a utilitarian pen. It's, it's a workhorse pen. And you're using pen. it like it. Yes, yes. It's just most people use the uh the, the black version as a workhorse pen. The, bra- the right. black brass one. Mine is the uh, the the simo blue <laughs> blue color one.
0: Well, I mean, the Decimos or Decimos, like, they're they're made for to be a little more elegant and a little more luxury, right? They're made a little bit smaller. Right. They're the brass ones lighter. are bigger. Yeah. The
1: brass ones, yeah, the rest of the brass ones are a little bit uh, wider.
0: Right. But, I mean, if it's your utilitarian, like, daily user pen, like, whatever, whatever, it gets scratched. That's how it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I've been using that. And I basically keep most of my good pens, like, I would say, the... Uh, the really costly ones at home and the uh, cheaper one, they're just kind of out and about everywhere. Like (laughs) on the desk, (laughs) in my pocket, uh, just kind of like everywhere I work. So uh, that's, that's how I've been keeping my pens tracked. And, uh, the really, the one I don't typically use still lock in that little drawer. Actually, come to think of it, how many extra notebook do you have now?
0: Oh gosh. I don't know. Um, I'd have to go look at my little cubby, but I have a lot of, let's see, I have a lot of old notebooks that are pre-Fountain Pen Enlightenment, should you say. Um, and those I've either given away or dumped or they're just stuck somewhere, but I'm likely never going to use those. Um, I have a cup. I want to say I have like maybe two or three notebooks one or two of them might be hippo notos that i haven't used yet and then one might be a rhodia notebook or a midori that i haven't used yet but i'll eventually get to them <laughs> okay i think for me is i have
1: the uh i still have not finished my very first takoro notebook which i need to get to and mm-hmm. uh i recently bought the cafe which is uh probably gonna be my uh Networking, my my like my personal network ideas and all the other collection data collection stuff for home usage notebook mm-hmm. from the looks of it and uh, on top of that I think I still have oh boy I have two set, four sets actually of Rodea notebook and that four is four uh, sets. Yeah, the the four four unless sets four binded Rodia notebook. Okay, Remember okay. Remember the, the recently like the Gulit, they have the uh, special edition the uh, Rodia one with uh, three different. Uh, they are the, I see, stylized the one with a really pretty cover on them paperback. You,
0: so, uh, Goulet had Rodia notebooks with special designs.
1: Yes. Oh, you didn't know that.
0: No, I didn't. Let me see.
1: They pushed... I think Rodia came out of it, and I think Rodia is uh, one of the very first one that has the uh, special lines they have. And let me see. Some of it is like flowers, Sakura flowers. Some of it is birds. Send and me a link a if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll forward it to Oh, it's longer, even, it's longer on their page now.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's like, hmm, I don't know. I don't see anything. Although it's clear like, like
1: I think it's Claire Fontaine, it's not really a Claire Fontaine Limited, let me see. Let's
0: see. I do like their uh different colors though. Those are nice.
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's Clairefontaine Limited.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Do 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 Clairefontaine Sakura Dream hardcover? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
1: there's a hardcover and there's a soft cover. The Coolidge says that they are randomized and they won't pick <laughs> for you. That's what they say on their website. But okay. I mean to be completely honest with you, if you see there is like four different four different designs, if you buy all four <laughs> I I'm pretty sure they make a point of not sending
0: you duplicates. Duplicates. I mean that makes sense. I mean that yeah. that I mean Goulet usually pretty good with their customer service. Like I would imagine yeah. that they would just give you all four.
1: Yeah, because I bought three sets of the three different ones and they're all pretty, they're all different, uh, non-duplicated ones. So yeah, props to them <laughs> of not, 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 not screwing over or not jipping the customers for that, I would say.
0: Interesting. So you so you have a set of four of these? Yes. Uh, a set of three.
1: And the, Instead the of three. tree okay. ones. yeah in the tree ones as well and uh yeah so uh, <laughs> there's there's a, there's a bit i have a there's a bit
0: <laughs> you have a lot to go through these uh, the covers look kind of interesting they uh, they also kind of look like standard japanese notebook covers you can find at like Daiso
1: yeah like they're just like hard notebook cover paper right but uh so, yeah you over, have a lot of
0: notebooks to go through
1: yeah, I have a lot of notebooks to go through, and I think the um, uh, uh, I think there is, and on top of that, I have one more um tomoy paper notebook. Mm. I can't even remember the name anymore. Uh, <laughs> it was from Galen, I think, and uh, that was oh, it. Okay. It was a soft one, Galen, and I bought one for my mom, bought one for myself because my mom was asking one for. Surprisingly, completely blank pages, which, hmm. you know, I just go ahead and grab one. But, yeah, they, they I think that one's the old, that one's still the old uh, uh, Tomoe paper, too, so.
0: Mm, the old, the old uh sheening quality one. Yeah, so,
1: my mom has that. I don't think she knows it. I don't think she will use <laughs> the property of it, but she likes the fact that it's super thin and she has a lot of pages on a notebook, so. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So On top of that, are you looking for any, um, newer fountain pens? Like, anything (sighs) that has caught your attention? You know,
0: honestly, um, so, no, I haven't. And it's mainly because, like, I still need to go through the full rotation of all my pens. And again, you know, I'm going to be moving to a new place soon, too, so, like, my ability to purchase new pens is a little low right now. Um... However, I do have to report that I did try out the feather quill pen from Pray Swan's uh this weekend.
1: Oh, right. How did that work? How did so that
0: work it's it says it's really interesting. So I got the like the walnut uh ink crystals, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it comes in a tiny little bottle, and you just add like 10 millimeter 10 milliliters of like hot water to it, and yeah, it just suddenly becomes permanent black ink.
1: Is it actual like black black or is it like a brown? It's black? kind
0: of a, it's kind of a brown black, and depending on how much you use, it'll shade at the appropriate color. And you know, as you're writing a dip pen, it'll decrease in contrast as you write. Yeah, but yeah, it works great. It's really cool. Okay. Hmm. And the the uh, feather pen itself is very interesting. Um, it's a feather, so it's really light. Obviously, it's light as a feather. Do you actually feel um,
1: an air resistant? i curious. No, not really. No? But no? it's really okay.
0: light. Like, it's surprisingly light. Because I've had a feather pen before, but it was with tipped with a metal nib. So you still felt the heaviness of the tip. But this one's completely all feather, right? Right. Um, it writes a pretty thin line. But it's it's kind of soft, too. Like, the tip is a little soft. It's very different from, like, say, writing with a fine Japanese uh, steel nib pen. Like, you feel the resistance on the paper a little bit. So if you... How do I say this? If you're a person who writes with too much pressure on the paper, this Mm -hmm. feather quill nib will definitely push that up to the forefront because you can't push too hard.
1: Ah, interesting. You, you'll yeah, break it, basically.
0: I think so, yeah. Obviously, I haven't tried. I'm not going to try to break it, but you can definitely feel that it's, you know, an organic thing putting ink on a paper, and you have to be pretty delicate, or at least you're, you're going to want to be delicate with it. Got uh, it. Yeah. But it is a really interesting writing experience. Um, I, I find it better than using, or or at least the tactile feel of it more interesting mm-hmm. than using a uh, metal dip pen
1: okay because metal dip pen is kind of just this solid completely like yeah non-movable solid one so
0: or i mean like or or it's like the zebra like super flex ones right like it just depends which one you want to use yeah um, so any but, kind of like
1: degradation that you can see from the tip after using it where it just feels perfectly fine afterwards it feels
0: fine yeah it feels, okay. it feels like I could use it for a co- at least a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, I will report as I continue using it if if it degrades in quality or not. I'm going to try to use other kinds of inks. Like, I'm going to try to use fountain pen ink with it, too, and see if it works. Um, okay. I, I I don't think you can flex with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it. you are probably just... Yeah,
0: yeah no. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Probably yeah, no. I, I'll probably end up just breaking it, but yeah overall it's kind of fun like it, it, as me as someone who writes only as like a fun hobby just a journal or right? it's like it's really good okay
1: okay that sounds good at least you find something the uh, interesting that's so late.
0: yeah however storing this feather pen is kind of difficult
1: <laughs> right i wonder how long it would take for to
0: degrade I don't know. I guess we'll find out, right? Because like, my mom it's... had like
1: uh, the feather uh, cleaning, like uh, little dusting stuff. And uh, we uh, we recently took it out of storage for like a decade. Uh huh. was a decade, actually longer than a decade. And uh, the feather actually degraded completely.
0: I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's organic material, right? Like eventually yeah, it's going yeah, to break it down. It just
1: become like little clumps of dust and it's like, oh it, <laughs> it looks weird. It feels nasty too. So I wonder how long that thing
0: lasts. Yeah, well, we'll find out. I, I mean, got it's, it. it's
1: a feather pen, so
0: of course yeah. it's going to... is organic. It's also about like a foot... It's also like a f- maybe 12, 15 inches long. <laughs> I, I'm not going to measure it. Uh, it's kind of bulky, so I had to put it back into this little cardboard case, but it's pretty big. I'm got to find a place to put it. It's just on my desk right now. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so okay. Um, for me, I am... Honestly, I am kind of interested in trying to probably get another pen after it being settled. And currently, the uh, I'm looking at the Opus eighty eight Jazz as a potential. Those, those
0: Opus pens, which you yeah. know you can consider this like a celebration pen for moving in.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Which I, which, I which which Opus pen, by the way? The Opus eighty eight Jazz It is like a transparent pen, completely dipping and. Uh, it is it one of those traditional Japanese um, eyedropper pen, okay, and I think it's like one hundred twenty dollars. You 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 get oh, there like we go. a I see uh, traditional shut off valve to for it to play around with. So it is, I would say, a little more expensive than uh, what you expect to be with the steel nib, but. Uh, mm-hmm. The and finish on the pen is generally pretty good from Opus eighty eight from Opus so.
0: Yeah, they look really Hopefully. nice. Is it, is it like a um is it like a frosted exterior?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah they, it looks nice.
0: If you look at the opus eighty eight jazz
1: holiday, the entire pen is frosted.
0: Let's pull it up.
1: Let me see. Here you go. Let's
0: take a look. Yeah, that looks really fancy. Yeah, it, so it has, like a, it has like a quality of like the Franklin Christops that I used to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that uh, that actually got me interested again. By the way, Sailor Pro Gear—they have a new hen called Two Habanero.
0: Yes, I saw that. <laughs> what do you think about it? It's okay. I mean, it definitely doesn't have the same as as like the, the The gold dust one did But It's interesting I think the The naming is a little too I don't know Not my thing too
1: uh, Remember the gold dust one That you You tried to get Yeah don't
0: tell me The price shot up Don't
1: <laughs> It's not price shot up But glue has it now
0: Oh do, 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 do they have it on sale?
1: Yes It's available I can see It's at your car right now
0: <sighs> Frank, don't do this to me <laughs>
1: Well, you just pop out while looking at stuff, okay
0: Yeah, the too hot habanero is not my thing Oh, Megan, man Don't tell me Guay, don't have it I'm looking it up right now Let's see Where is it? Oh, wait, did you send it to me? Oh, you yes, sent it to I me. did
1: Yes I did. All
0: right. Well there it is. It's on sale. Dang it. It's looking at you
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's fine and uh, fine media, fine median. Dang it, Frank.
0: Well, let me think about it. <laughs> but yeah. I ha- right I there. have not bought I have not bought a single pen thing yet for, for like over a year.
1: Not, not strictly fountain pen. Uh, I mean, I bought yeah. a lot of... Uh, I, I haven't bought a strictly fountain pen for a while, but I did buy a lot of accessories, like tuning kits, ink, paper. I'm probably going to buy a um little notebook cover for the mm-hmm. cafe that I received, that, that I got recently. And I couldn't make a decision yet. It looks like, from what I can tell, though, the thinnest cover is probably the Midori one. Mm-hmm. In terms of not having anything in the back that bothers you, no, the not you, me, specifically, because right. I don't like the the fact that uh, sometimes the paper doesn't lay flat when you like open and try to write on it. So, other than that, the he um, the techno the what the, what Hibonoshi Brothers, their yeah. their cover is too many usages. <laughs> <laughs> if I could say Too many holes So I Didn't like them that much And then from the looks of it It looks like Midori Is probably the cleanest Pick Of course I think Jeffler For American type It is supposedly there. There is Is pretty good too But Supposedly The Midori one Is the thinnest one I can get So I might try That one out And see what happens
0: Alright
1: Besides that Are you looking for anything Or you are pretty good For the time being
0: well, I was okay before this, Frank. Now you sent me a pen that I was thinking about getting. So ah, <laughs> and
1: hey, you know what?
0: If you don't get it, I might consider it too. Ah, uh, jeez. And, and and the thing about it is, like, it's a pretty good price too. Two seventy two is not bad for yeah, for this pen.
1: For for a uh, seller, it's not bad at all. And plus, I have a medium nib, not medium five, but I have a medium nib.
0: Yeah. Add to cart. View cart. Well, okay, we'll we'll deal with this later, Frank. Yeah,
1: I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you decide first. <laughs> I afraid there's only one available. or two available? So I'll let you decide first. Okay. Okay. Other than that, yeah, um, I there there's a new seller one, the Piccadilly Night, the red one, but I don't, I that one doesn't interest me that much be like, yeah.
0: yeah no not really that one's just
1: a red body with a uh, clear cap which is pretty normal <laughs> i <laughs> mean i will
0: say i have most of my pens are very um cool colored right like they're very blue and black toned um mm-hmm. i've i'm always interested in finding like good warm colored pens but they tend not to interest me too much
1: mm. how about a canelaia pen company once
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, those are the only other ones that I really like, right? Like the uh, they have like lava flow ones that look really cool, um, but yeah, like it's it's just hard. F- it it seems really difficult to make a good like warm colored pen. And if anyone has any good recommendations for good warm colored pens, that'd be I'd love to see it. But it's just harder for me to like.
1: Did you find one? I think. Oh man, the uh... um you would not like this recommendation because I don't, I doubt that most of us going to buy this on a wimp, but, uh, <laughs> sailor had their king of pan. In Ebonite. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know this is going to be expensive.
0: <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. 1k. 700 uh, to Oh, okay. There we go.
1: Yeah. um, it is... I think it is in red. It has like a racing stripe streak and it has blue sparkle in them.
0: Ooh. I'd like to take a if look. That makes sense. Yeah, Not going to get it, say. but could take a look. <laughs> yeah, the, the only warm color pens that I, I like to use, I have the, um, the Mont Blanc uh, snake pen mm-hmm. in like red, reddish orange. Um, and then I have the... The Sailor, uh, not Sailor, uh, the Lamy All-Star orange pen that I got. Those are like the two warm-colored pens that I really love.
1: Oh, man, they don't have the, uh... they don't have the Epidine one anymore. Mm. They do have a Sailor King of Pen Tamanori. Rushi Edition, which is the brown and the green Urushi. Let me see if I can find the orange one for you. <laughs> I think they had it for a while and uh, it is like a red hot colored pen. There we go. No longer available. But oh well. It's in Naginaka Togi. Penip too, by the way.
0: Oh, okay. This is an interesting looking pen.
1: Yeah, I think I like the. Uh, I actually like the ebony quite a bit. Is uh, red, black with yellow sparkles inside.
0: Oh, we talked about this pen before. Have we? Yeah, we have talked about this pen before. Yeah, um, It yeah. kind of looks like um like a forest fire kind of look.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. It's I I get I think I said this last time too. I think this pen um in photos does not tell the story like you would see it in real life possibly
1: and the sad thing is we can't see it in real life this year because yeah, <laughs> maybe it's next out. year <laughs> yeah oh, sold yeah, out course. and no pen show this year so possibly yeah. next year so actually have we missed a felon pen show
0: I mean, the Sound pen show is typically in February, right? So At least in in, in Los Angeles, it was typically in, a, in February, yeah. right? so, so yeah, i sure
1: we missed it. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not sure we missed it or it just didn't happen this year.
0: So. Right, right. I don't think a large gathering of, you know, Older people looking at pens. population are... as
1: well. Uh, I, yeah. Like <laughs> not a good if, idea. Not a good idea. So, I mean, hey, look, I think uh, Anime Expos also canceled this year. Like, well, yep. I'm surprised they pulled the trigger that early, man. They told us they're <laughs> canceled beginning of March.
0: I mean, they could see the writing on the wall, right? Like, it's just not gonna happen. Anime Expo has like like a million people, not that many, but like it's a ton of people packed into us an auditorium. Like, One hundred twenty
1: thousand unique attendees every year, I believe. Every day. Yeah. So this, this it moves a lot of people, mm-hmm. and uh, if you have a if you have a pandemic going on, it's an ongoing <laughs>
0: infestation hub <laughs> so and we know people who go to conventions sometimes people you know don't shower. not the cleanest, yeah, not a just does you know
1: hey, um, yeah. so hopefully hopefully for the next year, and uh we'll maybe have, next uh, year, yeah maybe next year we can see some better um pens in the uh, in real life that can actually move us in terms of uh designs and the uh, material. Yep. All right. So um, do you have anything you want to talk about regarding your current collections or uh, well, wrap it up for the night?
0: No, I'm pretty good. Um, I mean, I might be adding another pen soon, so who knows? But other than that, yeah, I'm pretty good.
1: Okay. I think I am pretty much set for why I, for for discussing my current ones. The only thing I need to look for is, like I said, the, the better way to uh, maybe trace or like, stackable traits on top of each other. But I'll figure something out.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, we've been in this hobby for a number of years now. So after a while, you just kind of hit some point where you're like, yeah, I think I'm good.
1: I mean, there, there's, there's, there is something
0: that you're good and something
1: that you just look at. And sometimes, it, I think some material still surprises me, mm. to be honest, from time to time. I wouldn't say everything surprises me, but some, I would say unique. Like resins. I mean after all resin is mainly just plastic, but like when, when it's mixed well, it, they can be mixed really well. Like the Kenalaya ones, they are really yeah. well made.
0: There, there's some way that they the 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 materials create like sparkle or a sheen or like the look of it looks interesting different color combinations there's uh, tons of ways for them to make something that's interesting right
1: yeah so i think the uh, material itself is an art and uh um i mean for fountain pens uh, if you're not kind of money some of those really uniquely designed uh billets uh risen resin, resin parts that can be turned to pretty beautiful pens afterwards. So also mm-hmm. the embonite itself is pretty cool. It is it may smell like strong rubber for a short while after you bought it. Yeah. But the ebonite pen itself, I think the material feels relatively well of course it's rubber, so it will feel warmer yeah. to the touch than your average like plastic or uh or middle pen. And uh, it is also gonna be lighter than the other's one too once it's turned so and there's pros and of everything it's just i i'm looking for material that may impress me where i might have to start just uh making out own. to making yeah, making <laughs> making my own finishes and see what happens but go so for it yeah uh, so far i think uh I'm looking for I, i'm still looking for good celluloids okay i'm still looking for that uh, blue black and uh, the thunder celluloids inside and i still cannot find it <laughs> oh well we'll see yep all right so all right, with that being said i will lobby logging off maybe start packing as possible and uh, yes please start packing see you in two
0: weeks <laughs> uh Please pack, but also remember to get some sleep because packing, if you haven't started yet, it's, it's a long process. You know,
1: in college, I used to pack in like two days. Now I I can't do it anymore.
0: You have an entire like (laughs) two bedroom house to pack. It's very different. Yeah. College packing is very different.
1: Yeah. College packing is a lot easier than right now, I will say.
0: All right. (laughs) All
1: right. All right. I'll see you later then. All right. Thank you. Night. night. Good night. Good night.
0: Okay.